Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. What's going on, everybody? It is the relaunch of 101 with Christian Harloff on a brand new channel. How about that? And I told you it was coming. And I'm pretty excited about my first official guest because I got a chance to talk to this dude, uh, I don't know, two years ago or whatever it was. And at the time, he told me that I, I had said his name better than his teachers, but I'm guaranteeing I'm going to screw it up again. But it, it is it is Sholo Menedwinia. He's going to tell me if I did that right or wrong. We'll find out in a moment. Uh, either way. I had a pleasure talking to this guy last time because if you're watching Cobra Kai, apparently everyone else is now. Uh, welcome, welcome to the party on Netflix. It finally happened. They did it. They are on there. And I'm so happy to say that every time I turn on, it's, it's number one trending and people are now saying, hey, have you seen this Cobra Kai? I said, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I know about the show a long time. Um, he is here today with me. Charlotte, what's up, my man? How you doing? What's up? How you doing? Did I murder your name? Uh, get close. No, that was that was really good. Yeah. Good. How you doing, man? This is crazy. This is crazy. Well. Yeah, this is. Uh, it's it's fun to be back after yeah two two or so years. Definitely, things have changed in terms of even just Cobra Kai. But you know, uh, I think when I was uh, when I first came on your show, I didn't have my license. That's oh yeah. Pretty, yeah, I, I I took I took the train to to you know head over to you, but but uh. Yeah, things are much different. So thanks for having me back. Yeah, it's good to have you back, man. So, I mean, let's jump right into the the fact that, like, how – because when we talked last time, Cobra Kai was still mm-hmm. – for people who saw it were losing their minds over it, and it was mm-hmm. on it was on YouTube, and, and it was still getting a lot of buzz, and people were loving it, and but – What's the difference now? Because like you, like you said, the season you're, you guys are approaching season three, and season one just is introduced. I'm seeing like uh, all these. I saw Mick Foley tweet out about it yeah. recently, and like all these people are tweeting out about it and going nuts over it. Is it surreal because it's like happening all over again? It it is. Um, while majority of my, I guess what's what's happening is positive. It's kind of funny, and and it is a little surreal to see like. I mean, this is something that we filmed two and a half, almost three yeah. years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, it's 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 cool to see it finally come and, and get the, I guess, the recognition that I think uh, we were all hoping for at the beginning. Although, you know, when we were on YouTube, it was still like a way better turnout than we anticipated. Um, this is even this is even larger. And I think this is kind of what we've been uh, hoping for this whole time. So it's it's cool to see it, you know, that happened later than never. Um, I personally, after we filmed, you know, season two and even season three, um, with the intention of going to YouTube, I was, I was like, oh, okay, this is like where it's going to go for the rest of the, the entirety of the show. So it's nice to see that we have a, a second chance. Oh man. I mean, and, and, and then some, because this is yeah. the, I mean, the, the, the amount, well, well, the, 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 the crummy part about the fact that we're all stuck at home is that we're all stuck at home. The good mm-hmm. part about it is that everybody's like, oh, what do I watch now? And what should every- I, yeah. Yeah, and everybody's watching Cobra Kai, and it's so good because I'm telling you, I saw a friend of mine who I've been friends with for a long time who actually introduced mm-hmm. me to my wife, 
and and she's and she's like, oh, I I found this show Cobra Kai, and I'm like, mm-hmm. do you not watch my shows? Do you not watch my shows? Yeah, yeah. I- I'm like, I've been talking about this show for years, but I'm so happy to see that everybody is finding it because it, it is, like you said, it was getting a lot of love on YouTube, but there's that different thing with Netflix. You know, now you guys are like, it's, it's like, it's bigger. Netflix bigger than network. It's, yeah. it's, it is a, it's a mess. You guys are like the number one show right now. Isn't that crazy? It, it is very weird. You know, it's Netflix really is a machine yeah. when it comes to that stuff. It's the, the, I was talking to a, our creators, Josh, John, and Hayden, like a week and a half before it got it even announced that it was coming on Netflix. And they're like, hey, we just wanted to call you to tell you that like when the show comes out, your life is going to change. Like you, you, you're not going to be able to move around the same way you did before. You know what I'm saying? So really just like we just we want you to, you know, a enjoy it while it lasts, because this is we're all so stoked that, you know, we finally have this opportunity, but also like make the most of it. So that's, I guess that's what uh, we're trying to do now is, is making the most of it. But it's, it, it really is crazy to see, you know, open up Netflix. Granted, I'm not, you know, to be quite frank, I'm not a huge TV watcher, but to open it up and see number one in, you know, the U S and then have people tag me in like number one in Argentina and Bolivia in the UK that it's, it's really, really weird. It's like very, very weird. I'm sure. And I think the other, like you said, like the guy said, when they oh, talk to you, you can't hear me. Let's see. Can't hear me. No, no, no. Did I lose you? No. Can you hear me? I can. I can see you. Here, check here. Let's see. Right. Okay, there we go. There we go. Good. good. It was on my end. It was on my end. All yeah, good. yeah. All good. Um, so if that happens again, just look at the private chat. Sometimes you got to just drop out of this silly room and then come back in. It's it's weird. Um, all right, we'll jump back into it. So the um, when it comes to you're talking about how the guys were like, you know, your life's going to change. Too. Is it, but the, the one thing that's a little odd, though, is mm-hmm. nobody can go outside. <laughs> nobody can yeah. The, it, yeah, that's that's definitely true. Like, uh, I guess at this point you'd be like, oh, well, you know, the like the paparazzis, what are they doing now? What are, right. like, what, what you know, it feels invasive to take pictures inside of people's homes. And I'm glad that, you know, my stuff hasn't been doxxed yet. But uh, <laughs> but uh yeah, it is that that aspect is a little weird because it's not right. like I'm going to freaking Sprouts or Trader Joe's or whatever, and people are like, "Whoa, he buys muffins. He is a real dude." Like, uh, it it is kind of uh, weird in that aspect, but it's also like this is like a perfect Venn diagram of like good timing for the show to come out, and also you know being yeah. able to yeah, kind of lay on the low. Hell, man! If, if if Tiger King was the number one show, this show should <laughs> show a long time ago. Uh, the other thing, let's and, and I'm not, and I would never want you to give me details on the on season three because a I don't mm-hmm. want to get you in trouble, and b I don't want to know. I want to find out when I'm watching it. But I will say, you guys shot season three already. That, mm-hmm. That's been out yeah. there. Um, it's been in the can. Yeah, it's been in the can. So the question I have about season three is the mm-hmm. stuff you can talk about. When yes. you guys were shooting season three, was mm-hmm. Netflix a- an option? Were there rumors of Netflix? Did you know about Netflix? Did you already have Netflix money or it was already coming from YouTube? No. So so all of season three, uh, to my knowledge, was funded by Sony and YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it wasn't until after we finished season three that YouTube was like, hey – um actually this is going to be a lot more expensive than we anticipated yeah uh so if you guys want to sell the show around feel free to do so and i didn't find out that we were official like i knew let's say maybe february that the show was going to move somewhere else i didn't know where it was going to go you know 
people were saying Hulu, HBO uh, the, uh, Max, right. all of these other ones. Um, so I knew that at that point that we were going to move, but it wasn't until a month before everyone else found out that the boys told that told me like, hey, it's, we're moving to Netflix. And that's, the, yeah. So season, I think that, yeah. season four is when there's going to be like a, a you know, a, a car chases and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Then we get into the Fast and Furious, uh, the season. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, Everyone will get challengers. That's what I'm excited about also is the fact that because I remember talking to the guys when they came in and, you know, I know and they had said it, too. They thought they were going to go to Netflix. They had tweeted that whole thing out recently, how they thought originally they yeah. were going to go to Netflix. And um, and now, obviously, because of the in the it was a cult hit because anybody who watched it just fell in love with it. It didn't matter if you were a fan of the original movie or not because of the way that, and we talked about this last time you and I spoke, how they were able to take a younger generation, uh, your generation, and then my generation, we both, and this thing, I watched the, I watched the pilot again last night. Um, and it wasn't even because you were coming on the show. It was because I just wanted, I, I saw it. I was like, I'm going to watch this again. I haven't seen it in a little bit. And it just, it's just so good. It's just that scene when you, when you're coming out of the, the, the store and it's like, and, and you, those, the, they pour the Pepto-Bismol in your yeah. head, that whole thing when that's going down. And it's such a, it's such a throwback. It's like the, it's like the, the anti version of what Daniel San and Miyagi went through. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so good. And it's, it doesn't beat you over the head. So I guess the, the question I got for you is filming three. And this is, mm-hmm. uh, I will tell people here right now that this is a, what I'm about to ask him is a spoiler from season two. So if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen season two of Cobra Kai, I would say for the next five minutes, fast forward, because I have to ask him a question that I'm curious about because we didn't have a chance to talk about this. All right. You've been warned. In the season two, man, you get uh, you get jacked up. Mm-hmm. Get jacked up. To say the least. Yeah. Say the least. You are. In, you're, so like I am so curious as far as what's going down in three. But it's like wh- what I will ask you without giving is are there a lot of challenges in playing the role now considering the events of season two yeah i mean i think the biggest challenge uh honestly for for miguel at this point because you know we we end on a quite literally a cliffhanger um is is you know miguel has spent his whole time in you know since moving to uh Reseda with johnny you know what i'm saying and he's he's uh johnny's ride or die and Johnny gave him this info like, hey, you know, sometimes there is a right moment to show mercy. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes there is a like you do need to have there is that strike hard, strike first, no mercy mentality. But also like you can be the bigger man. And I think uh, hopefully what we're going to see in season three is, uh, you know, how that affects uh, Miguel, you know, listening to the one person in his really like in his life who he uh, who believes in him other of, other than of course his immediate family his mom and his grandmother uh, and having it all kind of uh, hit the fan so that's all I can really say I you know I have Netflix right behind this screen right now like <laughs> make, making sure yeah, exactly make, making sure that I'm not saying anything silly but um, yeah I, I think hopefully in season three we can see uh, uh, Miguel uh, Honestly, I'm I'm so nervous to even talk about season don't three. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's don't it. Don't say. And I won't ask you how cool Elizabeth Shue is. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. <laughs> You're silly. <laughs> Everyone always says that. Uh, don't say anything. You're gonna um, get me in trouble. I'm not getting you in trouble. Let's let's uh, let's shift away from it though, dude. Let's talk about. I want to talk about what's going on with you in general because, like, being 19 years old now, right? 
Yes, 19. 19 years old and being stuck in the house. It's got to suck. I mean, because like I would tell you, like from my, I mean, certain things. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that's cool. Like you know, you can because I know you're 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 a big reader, and I know there's other th- things that I'm sure that you're keeping yourself busy with. But like my kid, I have a, I have a nine year old, and she's and she does what she can do, but she's bouncing off the walls. And kids got to be kids. And I was thinking, if I was 19 years old, stuck in the house, holy crap! So how are you? How are you handling it? Uh, I guess luckily uh, college classes just started up again. So I'm uh, back in school, just taking a couple classes to uh, get some credits to transfer uh, just because college is so expensive. Yeah. If, uh, you know, ev- everyone knows now. But uh, uh, other than that, uh, I've been streaming. I uh, do, okay. I play some video games here and there on stream, but also like uh, sometimes, yep, we're doing, yeah, I do uh, Twitch. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes, like the occasional Instagram, it's a uh, Sholo Crunch, Sholo yeah. Crunch, yeah. Well, check it uh, out. Yeah, ch- check it out. It's pretty cool. Uh, sometimes we do some Cobra Kai stuff. Like uh, later today, where uh, I'm pulling up the scripts from season two, and we're gonna watch them side by side with awesome. the uh, with the uh, show to see like what's changed. You know how certain actors interpreted lines and stuff like that. So that's fun. Other than that, I'm um, getting into photography. Uh, I got this like old Canon A1 uh, film film camera from from the uh, 70s, uh, just like a year and a half ago, been yeah. taking pictures. It's a little bit hard with quarantine because usually I like to take pictures of people and like my friends and stuff like that. And right now there's only like one or two friends that I'm hanging out with yeah. just because, yeah. you know, that that's, that's what it is now. So uh, getting into photography, but also screenwriting, you know, uh, I don't know how, I guess relevant this was the last time that we spoke, but uh, definitely in the past like year, year and a half, I've really found that screenwriting, I think is what I want to do long-term, like big picture goal. Uh, So right now acting is a means to, you know, meet as many people as I can and get to, um, you know, be in front of the camera. But hopefully the goal is to slowly move uh, behind the camera. What do you want to write? What What kind of stuff? Um, Right now, all of it is, uh drama really uh like drama thriller-esque um i like one of my favorite genres are psychological thrillers so i guess that's a big inspiration into a lot of the stuff that i write i'd like to do comedy some of my favorite movies are comedies yeah. but i'm just shit at it so uh <laughs> so getting getting better hopefully taking notes from uh the the three amigos uh sooner than later but but right now it's just dramas just short films yeah. uh i when I first started writing, I was like, I'm going to write full length features and, and then it, they never happened. So now I'm just focusing on uh, you know, short films, getting mastering like the five to 10 page range yeah. and then elongating it from there. Yeah. But you got, I mean, do you got a lot of time for doing that? So it's great. That of course. Yeah. No, for sure. That's great. And uh, I think, you know, like you said with comedy, I mean, coming from, it's what I did for, for years at the comedy store and everything. To, and, and I was talking about this recently is that it's, it's like anything else. It's just like, it's just flexing a muscle yeah. and it's being able to keep continuing to do that. And, you know, and from being around those guys for sure. And being, I'm looking, I mean, shit, shit man, what Zapka did, uh, we're just watching his timing and how good he is. I'm sure you're picking up stuff that you don't even realize that you're picking up, you know? Um, and then that's what I was going to ask you because recently, so on, so we have a, we have a show that we do on the movie trivia showdown. We just had, um, Kevin Smith go up against Chris mm-hmm. Jericho. And mm-hmm. through that, I got connected with Paul Walter Hauser. 
Hey, okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And he was, he's coming on the show very soon, but, um, but like, you know, and him, that's a dude, like you talk about that guy, guy is a master. He's a monster. He is an absolute monster on what he's able to do because he's not, he's able to do like when he showed up in, and I talked about this recently with, when you look at Itania and what he did inside of that movie, that role from a lot of different people could have come off really goofy and silly and not real. But that character was an absolute moron in real life, and he played it like you believe it. You believe yeah. it from the second – and, and then you look at what he's able to do on your show, and there's a lot of comedic elements. And then you look at him at Richard Jewell. I mean, so – It's like a complete – It's he's crazy. A jack of, yeah. Yeah, so how's working, with, how's working with him? What was your relationship with him? Dude, the- that, that guy is – I mean, he's already like that, but, but he's one of the people that I'm going to be like – Oh, it was cool to work with that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he, like already just right after he filmed our show, he's uh, in the new 101 Dalmatians. Yep. Uh, he did the Five Bloods. You know, so like it, he is so so talented. I remember they did a, sh- a screening of Richard Jewell over out here at the Grove. Uh, I think it was like the Grove or something like that. Yeah, and uh, it was like one of those writers guilds or, or something like that. And I was like, Oh, well, let me go. There's a panel and he was going to be on the panel afterwards. So I went and the movie ended in the panel, you know, finished and he was walking out and I was like, Paul. And he was like, he was getting escorted by like bodyguards <laughs> and he was like, hold on. What's up brother. So, so, you know, that guy, aside from being one of the most down to earth people I've met in this industry is also so funny. Like, all of the scenes that I can think of off the top of my head that I had with him were our directors just like, just go. Just yeah. like, here's a general gist of what our idea is that we want to get across. Just go. And he's like, we, Gianni, the guy who plays Dimitri, is the only other character like that. But they literally just are like, hey, we're going to do, they're called alts, which is when you record. It's like a, a punchline and you have a bunch of different chances to uh, kind of get different uh you know, that's really where you work on your improv and he is the master at it, man. Like, I don't know how he comes up with it, but it's, it's just like, all right, take, all right, let's do another take. Okay. Another take. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just, everyone's like, please like just get offset. If you think you're going to laugh because yeah, it's funny to say that because he just, he's, he's got that thing about him. Right. Because like, there, mm-hmm. there are those people who just kind of walk on and, and he, and he just kind of burst onto the scene. He just burst. Yeah. I remember with I was like, who's that guy? And then you just, and it's, you just remember, you remember, remember, because you keep seeing him. Yeah, it was like Black Klansman, you know. Yeah, right, this and right. This and, that, yeah. and he's got that thing about him where he can play he can play a despicable character like that. But you're just like, I, I really shouldn't like him, but I like the actor so much that it's yeah. hard for me not to not to like this character. And I shouldn't yeah. I should really despise this character. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, going back to what what you're up to. Uh, and we talked about movies last time when we mm-hmm. talked to. Mm-hmm. I had put Braveheart on you. Did mm-hmm. you watch it yet? I am going to be completely transparent. <laughs> I have I have yet to see Braveheart, but yeah. I will say, you know, with I can I say this without a doubt, I have seen like a hundred times the amount of movies I'd seen when we first spoke, man. Like I hadn't seen The Godfather, Pulp Fiction, oh, like all of these movies that are like I don't want to put quotations around them because they are classics, you know, yeah. at least in this industry. But uh I've seen way more movies, but I still there's still so many that I have yet to see. All and good, all good. But what what did you? So what was out of the ones that you like the classics that you were that you were recommended? Whether it's Godfather or Goodfellas or all these movies that maybe you hadn't seen before. What uh which which one stood out? You got any favorites out of the old ones? Which one stood out? Um, 
Let me think. Uh, I really liked Shawshank Redemption. Oh man, isn't that that was that was uh, a really really good one? And it's funny because these are movies that are like, really, you just you're 19 and you just saw Shawshank Redemption. You know what I'm saying? But but you know, I was on the late game. Now I'm I'm uh, finished with the. the Pixar movies, and I've moved on to uh, to, to better movies. Uh, Shawshank Redemption was a really good one. I liked um, Big was one that I hadn't seen before. That was that's a fun one. Really good. Um, uh, Citizen Kane was one that I'd heard all the time. Like, oh, this is the creme de la creme of you know. Some, yeah, yeah, oh my gosh, back in better times. Right. right. It, uh, and that one was good. Uh, Usual Suspects was one that uh, I, I really enjoyed as well. Yeah, but those those are the ones that come off the top of my head. Those are good ones. Yeah, those are good ones for sure. Yeah, and I think that it's it's. So well, let me ask you though: Are you watching those movies be, for a little mixture of A and B, meaning that you're watching it because of you, you're a, you want to be a screenwriter and you want to learn more, or is it also because because you've heard about these movies, you're a movie fan, you and you want to watch some good movies? I think it's a it's definitely a mixture of both. Uh, I think it's a mix of me wanting to kind of get out of my comfort zone. I think for the longest time I was just like. You know, I can live the rest of my life just with, you know, Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler and like, then it'll be good. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a wrap, but now I'm like, okay, if this, if screenwriting and acting is something that I truly want to pursue for the rest of my life, uh, then it's good to, you know, watch other people on like, do what I want to do. And, uh, and I think there's so many things you can learn, just like you were saying how writing is, is a muscle acting is definitely very, is very much a muscle, um, so just watching other people um, is super fascinating. And especially these roles that are so, uh, you know, the Corleones and, the you know, all of these huge, huge roles that are so uh, impactful into a lot of people's lives. The Daniel LaRussos of, of uh, you know, cinema. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of uh, fun to see, be like, oh, wow, okay, this is what this – this meant a lot of to a lot of people, so so let me uh, watch catching up. It's good. I mean, it's it's definitely good to keep, like you said, to keep, just keep, have the uh, so when people reference it, you're like, yeah, I've seen that before, and, and learning the greats, you know, whether you're watching Goodfellas for Scorsese and uh, mm-hmm. and Coppola and all and all and all that, and just kind of going back in and and it's like reading a bunch of books and all and and kind of getting caught up on favorite authors and things of that nature. But is that so? Look, two years ago, seventeen years old, you have this show, and and you're still at that point. Not an adult yet. No. Two years later, here we go. You got your car. You know, are you are you living you, you living on your own yet or not yet? Doing your it's, thing. It's funny you ask that. I'm in the final steps of of moving out and kind of figuring out life on my own. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, for the longest time, my mom was like, before I guess acting became a really really serious thing. Uh, I guess as serious as it as it can be. Uh, she was like, you know, Sholo, I want you to go to college as far away as possible. Like, travel, do yeah. what you got to do, like, experience something new. And as we kind of got closer to me becoming 18, you know, 19, she was like, you know what, Sholo, if you want to stay, like, <laughs> All right, don't another leave. year, two years, like, you still have a room here. Like, you can, you don't have to leave, you know? Yeah. And it's it's kind of funny to see, like, I, you know, I love my mom to death, Uh but hopefully, you know, making the move soon, I, I definitely um, do have a lot of learning to do in terms of being independent. Uh, so so kind of figuring it out. I think there's something fun about uh, kind of figuring it out. And, you know, luckily, I'm a good cook, so I don't have to worry about 
spending hundreds of dollars on Postmates or whatever uh, people are doing nowadays. But well, that's going to help you out in relationships too. I'll tell you that much. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, I cook a, a good Parmesan, chicken Parmesan. So, but, but yeah, right now it's like moving out. You, the car is, is a cool thing, but also just kind of, uh, uh, I think my friends and my family are like the biggest priority meter right now. And sure. uh, getting to uh, strengthen those relationships is something that's super important to me just because uh, I think my high school buddies are buddies that I'll hopefully have for the rest of my life. And these buddies that I'm meeting now in this industry are also people who I hope to at least uh, be surrounded with for for you know a long time to come. But but right now it's kind of just quarantine is, has everything really upside down. Uh, I obviously everyone wants it to be over. It's not like it's not a new thing, you know. It's you're not some uh, wave maker for being like it should be over already. But but uh, it's kind of just taking it day by day. Yeah, especially especially you know being in college and and learning and doing it, have to do it online. But so when you when you're doing as far as college and and doing all these courses and and is it a mixture to you to where you is is acting like the I know you said you wanted to be a screenwriter also, mm-hmm. but like but is acting like the the thing you're gonna go whether quarantine is here or not diving deep into, or there's something else. So you go, you know, we could look at someone like, like the Natalie Portman, right? Natalie Portman, who was, who was really uh, had, had a tremendous career younger, mm-hmm. took a break, went to mm-hmm. Harvard um, yeah. and then, uh, and then came back and, and did her thing. Is that something that you have considered? Like you like you said, your mom said, go travel abroad. Yeah. I thought about after Cobra Kai taking time off or no, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm on a roll right now. I'm going to stick with this thing and, and do what I got to do. Yeah, so so right now it's definitely getting all the credits that I need to transfer. Uh, you know the the schools that I got into. I guess my dream school uh, for screenwriting is USC. Um, so, being that that's the goal, I'm I'm hopefully just getting my credits and transferring when I can. Um, but I don't know. It's it's so hard to tell. It, it, there's a a battle between like trying to make the most while you're hot, and then also like maybe giving time off and then coming back is the move. Cause then it's like, Oh man, this kid who did this show for a couple of years left and now he's older and like different, you know what I'm saying? Like the kind of the Emma Watson who they did Harry Potter for damn near like their whole like uh, teenage years. And then kind of, well, they went to college and they were like, all right, that was a moment in my life. And then came back and it was like, Whoa, she's back and she's an adult. You know what I'm saying? So, Um, it's, it's really just figuring out it's a timing thing. And, and, but college is definitely something that's important to me. I don't think, you know, there's no, nothing in my mind right now that's telling me like I should put it off completely, Sure. especially during quarantine right now where I'm not filming anyways. Like there's not like there's only a handful of projects that are filming right now anyways. So, so definitely at least doing the online stuff is, is a priority to me. Yeah. Um, parenthood was your first gig, right? I remember. Yeah. 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 That that yeah. was definitely like my. Well, yeah. The reason I asked that is how and and what were you were you twelve at the time when you did that thirteen? Uh yeah, I was I was like eleven, about to be twelve, okay. and I worked on that show for like almost five years. Okay, the reason I bring that up is because I watched this thing because you did something, uh, and I don't, and I and from just talking to you twice, I, I've continue, mm-hmm. you got a pretty humble thing about you, and it's it's a reason why I think you're going to do very very well in this business, is because it, it's it's one of those. I was watching this thing on HBO and it has a, a and it was, I don't know if you saw it. It was about like child stars. And uh, yes. You saw I, it? I, did, I, I'd have, I didn't see it, but I did hear about it. So, and, and what it, 
was was it and it's all about and from what i've again gathered from our conversations is how involved kind of your mom was and how she's kept you kind of based in, in reality and stuff and how yes. important that is because you saw there's a lot of stuff sometimes when the parents get all caught up in it and the parents then start to d- dive away more of saying you know like like what your mom said to you was concentrate focus on school do this if you have to get out do your thing where sometimes it's like no focus on this be an actor be famous and it's like that you can't do that to kids you cannot do that to kids so um watching that and understanding because like at and i think at 12 or 13 years old getting into it you can be like were you ever at that time because every show you, you you're like dude you got like a the midas touch every show you go on is is a, is a hit and so when you go on this show at 12 or 13 years old and you get this kind of success. Does it ever at, at that age? Does it ever get to you as far as like, oh yeah, I'm on a hit television show? Do you or no? So I guess I was lucky enough that my one of my first experiences was not on a show where other kids my age would have been watching. You know, normally right, right. I didn't. I wasn't in middle school on a Disney Channel show where everyone was like, what the like, oh my gosh, you know what I'm saying? So so I guess I was lucky in that regard where sometimes it'd be like. Hey, my mom saw you on this show, but it was never like, oh my gosh, my classmate is, you know, where, where a lot of other, like a lot of my other co-stars, even on Cobra Kai, like Jacob Peyton started off on Jesse Kirby buckets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where their whole childhood was, you know, other kid where they got practically the, both of them were, were homeschooled. You know what I'm saying? So, so, uh, or Jacob wasn't, but, but, you know, once you reach, especially that level of fame at, at such a young age, it's like very, very hard. And, and I can attest that Peyton and Jacob are both like immaculate examples of people who's, and, and, and all of it is upbringing. All of it is upbringing. Yeah. You know, there, I find so many, and it's, I, it's so unfortunate to say, but so many parents who are like living vicariously through their children, like, this is what you you want to do this, right? Like, yeah. right. This is what right. you want right. to do. Yeah. And it's, heartbreaking to see these kids who like it's not really what they want to do yeah you know what i'm saying and like yeah they might be successful and they might like get the biggest roles but that only feeds into their yeah they're that only feeds into their parents being like see i told you look you know what i'm saying so i i was lucky enough that a my mom was like like I know you're doing this little gig, but you ain't shit. Like you, like you, I, you, I still do your laundry, kid. Right, like right. you know what I'm saying. So, so I was lucky enough to have, uh, you know, a wonderful mom and dad who who raised me to really be like, look, you know, you, like, you have this awesome opportunity to really show, and especially like I don't want to stand on my little soapbox right here, but, but being a like a brown kid from from Los Angeles from Boyle Heights, you know, I said I know, it's growing up there were like three people that looked like me yeah and none of them were kids so so getting to be that to hopefully a new generation is so so important to me and and making sure that the stuff that i do is authentic to you know the the people that i live around and my friends and my family is so so important to me and and it's it's funny like Still, it feels like we've gone a long way, uh, you know, even in just like the past 10 years, 15 years. Uh, But there's still like so much more to be done. Uh, 
So I guess just being a small part of that is, is super, super important to me. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you about that because you mentioned that, you know, as far because I, I agree, I think we have a long way to go for sure. But especially after I think over the last two years, um, there's been a lot of moves mm-hmm. for sure and a lot of things that are happening. But do, do you feel that? Do you, uh, um, I mean, when as you see it, you know, and obviously through the media and everything, but do you feel like uh, with with auditions, with more opportunities or do you like you said, Yes, but there's still so much more that we can do overall because, I mean, you look at the world and the way it is in general. It's like there, there's a portion, I think, where we are, where we are, you know, there's there's a lot more, um, I would say, uh, people aren't, there, there's a lot of ignorance out in the world. There's a lot of ignorance out in the world, and I don't think that that's going to be um, solved with a Thanos snap at any yeah. time at any time soon. But um, I don't know. Like I, I'm curious to you because obviously my my situation of how I was able and the things that I was able to do is very different from mm-hmm. yours. So I'm curious how how different that's been over the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me personally, I have seen like certain changes, even just things in like breakdowns for characters that are like I I remember so vividly like being 13 or 14 years old and going out for this audition for this East LA kid, mind you. I live in East LA um, and uh, I did, I did my audition and they wanted me to have an accent and I was like, okay, whatever. So I did it kind of the same, you know what I'm saying? And uh, they were like, no, we want you to kind of sound like Speedy Gonzalez. Like that's kind of the direction that we want to go in. And I was like, I guess at the moment it wasn't, it didn't seem like that big a deal to me. Cause I was like, okay, I know who Speedy Gonzalez is like, this is, but that is, that is so not good. Like I'm smiling because <laughs> it's so like fucked yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's yeah. so it's, but, but I imagine anybody would be stupid enough to say something like that now. I mean, who, who knows? Maybe, maybe they would be, but you, you would assume like, dude, like that's what we're, that's what we're working against here now. now and that- yeah. And, and now you def, even from like the breakdowns, you, you start to see that people are much more. And I think it's because honestly, you start to see how, much more like successful something is when it is authentic. Yeah. You know, one of the, like uh, the, one of the examples that comes off the top of my head is like the paranormal activities, how they were so, so successful the first and the second one even. And then they were like, Oh my gosh, Latinos are like more than half of our audience that are coming to watch these movies in the theaters. We're going to make one for you guys. And it flops. Yeah. So, so I think when you start to see like, I didn't, you like you don't need and 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 this might be an unpopular opinion but i feel like i'd rather be a great actor who happens to be a latino and not the best latino actor you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day like i just want to be the i don't not necessarily the best but i just want to be as good as i can and yeah. i don't want to have like me being it's a, well, now it's like a double-edged sword because I do feel like it's important to have that representation in, in the industry and being able to have roles like Miguel in, in Cobra Kai is, is something that's like a huge, you know, it's not something to be taken lightly just because it's like a, a pretty popular character, you know, Daniel LaRusso that, that I think is, you know, kind of molded into a new, into a new light. But the biggest change that I see is like the, it feels like right now it's all or nothing. Like you have shows like, well, I think they're like some of the, 
you know, uh, the coolest shows on right now, like your Blackishes and mm-hmm. your your Fresh Off the Boats, when it feels like networks are like, okay, you want a show about Asian Americans? You want a show, you know, uh, like, all right, everyone on this show is going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, why can't, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to... I don't want to have it sound like I'm like, I'm, I, know, I don't I know. think it's good, but it's, it's like, I just wish that you guys could just find the best people for all of these roles and, and like have it be a done deal. And I feel the same about, you know, the LGBTQ community. Like, why can't you find an actual, you know, person who's a part of that community to play those roles? Right. Why, why especially now, oh, like, look what happened with that Scarlett Johansson role. Remember exactly. Scarlett- Ghost in the shell. Like, Really? Oh, no, not Ghost in the Shell. That, oh, that, not Ghost in the Shell. No, oh, shit. No. Another Scarlett Johansson thing. <laughs> she, she Damn, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> she was supposed to play, she was supposed to play a uh, transgender. Uh, okay. And and they, they said, no, you should get transgender role. Uh, to should go to a transgender um, person. And, yeah. and, and, that, and it was just shut down completely because they said you know that's that's kind of the point i think that in moments like that i agree with you i think that what should be done in that because i know that the argument is always when you look at it like the studio side it's always well people aren't going to see it not necessarily because they're whether it's um it's someone who's uh asian or a woman it's not it, it, they're not gonna that's not necessarily whatever name saying. yeah they're saying because there's no name they're not gonna see because yeah. there's no name well, that's why you. How does have, anyone make a name? Yeah, you. Uh, that's also why you have a supporting cast, and that's yeah. why you can also say, okay, well, look, let's put someone who's tra- transgender in the main role, and then put a star in one of the other roles. Yeah, because then sure. you can say introducing so and so, and then you also have boom, you know, and 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 I think that's how you. I think that's how they are going to do that because I know they think they're doing a show now based off what they were going to do. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but like you said, I think I, I and that's where I'm saying I do think that there has been moments of change because it's funny. I I cannot stand social media in a certain aspect. Um, I think social media is kind of the the downfall of, of in certain aspects of, mm-hmm. of society, because I think so, sometimes people they get angry or they get drunk or they do something and then they tweet it's so easy. And they, it's so easy. They say whatever they want. It gets and and they don't see the other person on the other side of the screen. They say whatever they want to say to them, and there's no repercussion because they're not real to them. They're just another Twitter account. Um, on the other hand, I think that social media has been very important because when the things are said, when they're thought out, and when the messages are used in the right way, they can demand change, and they yeah. can and it can affect change. So it's kind of like you said, a double edged sword, where you're like. There's parts of it I hate, and the other side of it is it's great for promotion. It's great yeah. for things. It's great. To, I mean, look, like without social media and everything too, you and I can't do this interview right now. Yeah. We can't talk, so it's weird. But it's a, it's just a strange time that we're living in right now. You know, it, it really is a strange time, and I think a lot of it can be attributed to like, like every big industry is involved in social media in some capacity, yeah. and it's like if you're not on, like it's almost frowned upon. If you're an actor, like, unless you're like, of course, like the Robert De Niro's or they're like, fuck it, whatever you, you did your time. Like you, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you don't have an Instagram. Like, yeah. Yeah. How are people supposed to know what you ate for dinner last night? Like, what do you, what do you mean? You don't have an Instagram. (laughs) So it's like very interesting to see that that's like, that's a question now. Like, yo, what's your Instagram? 
it, instead of like, yo, let's exchange numbers, whatever, let's meet up, let's go do this. It's like, let's do this live stream. You know what I'm saying? So, so while it is, while I do love it in some regards, because I like, you're one of the, the coolest people that I've ever interviewed with, you know, and I'm so glad to have this opportunity in other regards. It's like, a lot of it feels very facade-esque. Yeah. Like this is, I'm going to post my fucking highlight reel. Every single thing is going to be the bet. Like yeah. for lack of a better word, it's like, I'm flexing on you. Like, look at how cool my stuff is. And you know, at the end of the day, a lot of those people end up being like the most miserable ones. I know. Well, you, you want to show a portion of your, of the, of your, because look, and, and, on the flip side of that, though, I think we both can agree that there's time there, that, that also there's some people that might be showing parts of their life or the, the way that they want their lives to be shown. That they, might be, they might be upset. They might be de- depressed. And they say, well, this actually makes me feel good to show like what I want my life to look like. What I want it to be. Mm-hmm. But you're right. There are there are other sides of it. They're just saying, like, oh, look what I have that you don't. So it's like, it's it's weird because like everybody has access to it. Yeah. It's not like a few people. It's like all the like I always say this majority. Uh, yes, because what I what I'm like, you know, you when people when we do these shows on on YouTube and stuff, and I'm sure you check comments sometimes. You're like I shouldn't check comments, uh, because what I always say is remember, the greatest person in the world that you know has access to a YouTube account if yeah. they want it. Also, remember this: the worst person in the world has access to a YouTube account. It's like, that's, that's how it is. That's how it works. So, and, and you see it and you see it through the way that people talk to each other, but you know, from, uh, from the conversation, and I appreciate you saying that it was, I mean, I, I also, you were one of my first uh, interviews when I did that show over there. And when I decided to bring this show back on the new network, I said, I got to reach out to Sholomon and see if he's, if he's, uh, if he's down to do it, especially, and it just worked out so well because of yeah, it was, yeah. Cobra Kai and everything also. But um, speaking of Cobra Kai, again, going back to it. And, and I know that we talked about how you were training and with, with martial arts, have you, have you kind of picked it up even more so since uh, season, season uh, three? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, seasons one and two were really just um, like doing while it was a lot of work, like for lack of a better word, like it was the bare minimum that I could have been doing at that point. You know, I was 17 uh, or 16 and 17 shooting seasons one and two. um, And like really was just like learning the choreography and stretching every once in a while. And I think after... uh, I wrapped on season three and came back um, at like the end of November of last year. I was like, okay, I'm 18. Like I'm going to be 19 soon. I need to like, I was like, I I was like skinny fat. I was like, not like I was like super skinny, but also like not really developed in any little fire going on. Exactly. Like I just kind of looked tired all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, so, uh, I was like, let me like work out. I'd never been to a gym before. I was like, like I played tennis, but like, you don't, when you think of like athletes, you're like, okay, basketball, you know, football, baseball, you don't think like, man, tennis players, like they got ass, you know what I'm saying? So like, so I was, so I was like, let me go to the gym. 
let, 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 let me let me and, and if you do think that I stand corrected, I'm sorry, Roger Federer. I mean, I have to give but up. It's, it does, but it's not it's not the first sport you think of. I totally exactly. understand what you're saying. Um, and, and that's like my sport. So so I was like, let me go to the gym. Um, I started going to the gym and I started. I picked up Bra- uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and. Uh, I was like maybe four months in, yeah. super happy. Like when people say, I'd never really felt that before because people are like, oh my God, I go to the gym and I feel so refreshed and I'm not tired anymore and I have so much energy and I don't even look at a soda anymore. And I'm like, damn, I want to feel that. Like, oh, that sounds cool. And like for the first month, I was like, oh, they, they lied to me. This was all just a pyramid scheme. They just wanted to become platinum members at Equinox or whatever the fuck. Like uh, this is right. like, they lied to me. Right. And then like, Three months in, it became something that was like routine. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym today and I'm going to do this, this, and this. And then I'm going to be done with it. And, and I think once I saw it less as like a – once I looked less at the goal, like, oh, I'm going to look like this or I'm going to weigh in at this or you know whatever. Yeah. I think once I stopped looking at that, it started to become way more enjoyable and like way – I, I – and this may just be placebo, but I found that I was finding results like way quicker. Yeah. It's also just in, instead of, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, dude, you worked out for like two months. You, you picked I get, up. A- I get tired when I walk from my garage to my house. <laughs> exactly. So, so, uh, I picked it up and then like four months into me, you know, starting, they were like, ah, gyms are all gyms are closed. Oh yeah. So, so, uh, and then those like first two or like two months of quarantine were just the worst because I didn't have the mental wherewithal to be like, I can do this from my house. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so different working with even, or even just like having a friend uh, to be like, this is one more set. Like you got this two more reps. Let's do this. We're at home. I'm like, I'm going to do half the sets now. And then half the sets at the end of the day. And then the end of the day comes and I'm like, I'm just going to do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and I'm like, I'll just do today's workout because <laughs> right. I'm not yesterday happened already. So, yeah. so I think for like the first two months, it was like, I, for like, I practically lost all progress that I, I gained, you know, it was like, I wasn't running, I wasn't doing any of this stuff, but now like I uh, just kind of like work out outside. I have like uh, some bands here and like some, some dumbbells here and there that, that I get to work out with. But, but uh, it's just like a, 50% of it, honestly, is like a mental thing. Yeah. It, oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like, it's routine. Exactly. Like, I definitely didn't have the fortitude to be like, I'm going to do this every day. And this is going to be something. Which, by the way, I would not suggest starting off saying you're going to do it every day. Because you're going to get disappointed right. every single time. Uh, like, I definitely should would be like, one day a week, two days a week, three days a week. Um until it becomes something that's not even like you don't even think about. But but now, you know, I'm 240 pounds. And no, I. Well, you're going to be doing fight scenes with the rock soon. Exactly. I'm like Ben Stiller from Dodgeball. Uh, (laughs) Or did you see uh, the new Bill and Ted movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have, I haven't, I ha- yeah, I haven't watched it, but I, okay. I haven't heard about it. But. Well, they show in the trailer. They sh- well, I've seen the movie, but when, it, but in the trailer, you see it. Also, they go to see future versions of themselves, and they're just like, pri- they're in prison. They're all jacked up. And I oh, need- I did see a picture of that. I, I did, I did see a picture of that. Right. But uh, yeah, exactly. So now I'm just you know working on getting my full chest tattoo, 
and hopefully get in my <laughs> well, you Shia LaBeouf style. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to work with that mane, dude. You got like exactly. <laughs> I wanted to take you to grow that out, and it's like you look. I'm telling you, like I was talking before we started recording. I said, is that is that quarantine do, or do you have that also for uh, for season three? No, this is no. You, I wish. Uh, no, this is like the day after season three wrapped. I was like, okay, okay I'm. I because to be like the and jealous, you I, I could be totally wrong about this, but you know, I right before I went into my audition for uh, Cobra Kai the very first time a couple of years ago, I had just shaved my head. Okay, and I- you know, my the. 16 years of life before that had been this. Yeah. And I think had I not shaved my head, I think Miguel would have long hair. The oh, boys could tell you yeah. something different. I, I, but, but now it's like, now it's a thing. Now Miguel has short hair, da da da. So whenever we rap, I, I grow it out. And, you know, usually I just got a notification, but yesterday was the day that I, you know, landed in Atlanta to shoot season three. Oh, wow. So like, this is it's about to be the longest it's been in a really really long time. See, I did the and, uh, I did the opposite. I was we I lost I kind of lost my uh, we were just recording here because I had kind of lost the whole crew couldn't come into the studio and everything too. So I, mm-hmm. Brett Sheridan who does the show with me, the two of us kind of sat down and I and I went in I because my hair was getting so stupid and I was I said I'm gonna shave. I kept telling my wife they threatening my wife I'm gonna shave my head. She's like don't do yeah. it don't do it. And I just walked past the mirror one day and I looked over. And I said. I'm gonna do it. Dude, it looks so, good. Oh, but dude, this is this is grown in. This is grown in. Oh, I went, I went Stone Cold Steve Austin. Went, yeah, you were, yeah exactly. You and went it was, uh, it was, metal like, jacket. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I didn't mean to. I meant to go to this level. <laughs> and I went through. And I was like, oh shit. And you're and, like, one seems good. Oh, it was bad. My, my my daughters were freaking out. Like uh, it was it was it was bad. But it became like a whole thing. So, but it's it's the it's quarantine hair. It's either you grow it all the way out. If I trust me, if I could grow my hair like you, are you kidding me? Uh, got if that that way that way if I ever got in any arguments with my wife I go well look at my hair <laughs> yeah exactly all right uh so yeah uh, so look the other thing you mentioned earlier that I have to I have to ask because you talked about playing video games and talking Cobra Kai and stuff too in my head I am just waiting for a show where you're the, the roles are reversed and you're teaching Zapka how to play video games is that is I, is that anything that can happen he like they're granted he is way better at technology than you know johnny is but he's still like sometimes he'll ask me questions that seem very obvious and <laughs> and ralph too like both i'll throw both of them under the bus like like sometimes he'll be like um like i i remember i'm not gonna say which one it was but one of them was like hey sholo uh you know you tagged me on this thing on instagram how do i tag you back like i want to post a picture and tag you in it i'm like well it's a little at symbol, you know. I feel like that's that's pretty widely known. You know what I'm We're saying? Old men. We're old men. Give and, it and but also like, yeah. It's funny because all these homies have people that are like running their accounts. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not not those two guys, but like I definitely like some like other people that I've met. It's like I feel like you should know how to do the bare minimum. But but honestly, those guys are they've learned so much. And it's funny seeing like Johnny's character be like hash brown tea, you know, hash brown tea. When he messes up, when he messes up stuff on technology, it is yeah. uh, when he when he's when he's discovering stuff on the Internet. It, it is some of the most laugh out loud stuff that is happening on that show for sure. And I'm sure you guys got to be having a great time on that show because it doesn't seem it, it's, it's so fun. 
that's the reason why is that it, it seems like you know, obviously there's those, especially as you get into deeper seasons, it's just after speaking with um, with John Hayden and Josh and watching them and knowing like this is like their Star Wars. And you can tell you can tell it's like their Star Wars because even like because your character is essentially what if what if Daniel went to the dark side? It really you, you could say that. Um, and um, and, you know, that energy has to come across on uh, on the set. I mean, I mean, even if it didn't, it's not like you're going to tell me that no, it sucks. It's terrible there. But I, I can't imagine that it's anything but a, but a, but a blast working on these on this show. Of course. And I mean, even in the most intense scenes, even, you know, we're, we're filming season two and having this huge school brawl, like the directors yell cut and everyone's like, that was awesome. Like, you did so good. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it's like nobody's out there like pulling their, you know, Matthew McConaughey's being like, I'm not going to talk to you on the set until we're wrapped. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like nobody's like, everyone is there having the best time of their lives. Even when we have like two hours of prep to film these, like, you know, five hour long, uh, you know, fight scenes that we have to film back to back to back to back. back. But uh, honestly, like, Cobra Kai, I can say without a doubt, is like the best project I've worked on. And that's not said lightly because Parenthood really was like the best thing ever. And and seeing these people who definitely had like Ralph Macchio and Billy Zabka, Marty, like Ed, we had Ed Asner on like these All are right. people yeah. who these are people who are legends and totally I would believe would be like for lack of a better word, douches. Like <laughs> when, when you have that level of fame, yeah, everyone knows the crane kick. Everyone knows, put him on a body bag. Everyone knows the name, Daniel LaRusso. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At that level, I went into the show before even season one started like, oh, okay, like these guys are going to like big show me or whatever, you know? Right. And oh my God, was I so wrong. Not only are both of those guys like two of the biggest freaking teddy bears I've ever met, but also they are so, so welcoming to everyone. You know, I like, I was a 16 year old kid. Like what? They don't like, you know what I'm saying? They didn't have to do anything. Like they could have just been like, yo, how you doing, man? Nice, Larry. Let's do the scene. Da, da, da. But my God, even on the first day were they so welcoming? And I really have to like thank them for that because I think without that, like the on-screen chemistry would not have come without the off-screen chemistry. Yeah. And, and I think that's something that I have to thank, you know, Ralph, Billy, our, our creators for just because they, they made it so easy. Well, I mean, and that was, that was the thing I did want to ask you though, because um, there was uh, that you mentioned, put them in a body bag, you know, and that episode in season two and then watching. Uh, and then obviously um, we lost. Uh, yeah. We lost Tommy, uh, and and I I uh, was really saddened by that, and so many because when I watched that episode, I DM John like immediately, and I said uh-huh. I, I I said holy shit, you put him in a body bag, you put him in a body bag, yeah. Body bag. Um, and then it was like, so were you were you like did, were you around? Did you have a chance to to speak with him at all? And yeah, and, yeah, yeah. They they all I met I met the whole gang twice. Um, one was when they were like doing their fittings and stuff like that. And all of them came out, we were just shooting on the stages and they're like, Oh, we just, we just wanted to come say hi. And then another day we had two units. One was on location over at screen gems, uh, which is, yeah. uh, you know, with the stranger Things set. And, uh, 
I, for some reason, I forget where we were shooting that day, but I had to do hair and makeup over there and then get shuttled back. Yeah. So I was, I was getting my hair and makeup done and they all came in and it was like, so crazy. Those like seeing all of them together again was like, they had just seen each other last week and they were like hanging out. They, the chemistry that they have and like the camaraderie and the, yeah. like, the, the relationship that they have is like something that I even aspire to have with my friends that I've had, you know, since the beginning of middle school, high school, whatever, like it played, it played, it played in 84. It played, yeah, it showed exactly. up on the motorcycles. Yeah. It played like really well. Um, so yeah, I was really sad, obviously when, when, when that happened, like, did you, were, when, how did you hear by the way? Um, I want to say we were, I honestly don't even remember what was happening, but it was, I think it was like, everyone was just like, wow how unfortunate is it that we like the last thing that we saw him in in our show is like it feel it felt very like oddly i don't want to say coincidental but but just like whoa like this is something that we were just like whoa this is crazy and now and the same thing with like recently like chadwick boseman yeah you really that's not stuff that you see coming. And that's like you, how do you anticipate that happening? No, I don't know if you read about, I read this this morning is that Chadwick Boseman was such a, was such a fighter. He was, he was convinced that he was going to beat it and he hadn't told anybody from what I heard. And again, I don't know how, how much from what I heard this read this morning is that like uh, Ryan Coogler didn't even really know um, uh, Kevin Feige and like Marvel. They, they didn't know because and and it's it was Chadwick Boseman's right to to he doesn't have to to disclose what's going on with him medically you know it's yeah. he's not, he wasn't filming anything and but he, he was convinced he was going to beat it so yeah but it's like it, it, you're right it's just it's it's weird how it just life just kind of creeps up on you that way you know and it's it's just it's heartbreaking did you ever have a chance do you have a chance to 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 meet Boseman at all no 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 not no not him but yeah. it's just like it feels like this is and it doesn't make it any more helpful that it's all happening during quarantine right now where everyone is just like, it's not even that we don't have contact with other people, but it's, it almost feels like, all right, now onto the, onto the next thing that we have to worry about. Like now there's two more hurricanes in, you know, Louisiana and now there's this thing happening and this thing happening. It's like, you don't even get time to like grieve. It feels like, no, I know. it is. It's like it's someone kept saying it's like it's like J- Jumanji. Exactly. It's like it's like, yeah, exactly. Jumanji's a third, like whatever freaking uh, like horror yeah. uh, like video game. It's like, damn, we're just like we're getting snake eyes, all these roles. Jesus, like how do you stay positive throughout it, though, dude? You seem like a very positive guy, though. How do you I mean, because do you get do you get bummed? Do you get depressed during it or do you are you able to kick out of it? How, is it fr- through the working out stuff? How, how are you able to? To kind of say this is going to get better and put a positive light on it. Working out helps, but I'd say honestly, like music yeah. has like one of the most positive influences on me out of anything in my life. Like it, my damn near like I'm listening to music like more than half the day. Who are you listening to? I every like oh my god, that's such a Los Angeles thing to say. Like everything, yeah, I listen yeah. to everything. I'm not like a <laughs> no, a real Los Angeles thing is everything yeah. but country, but uh. Honestly, right. honestly, I I I fuck with a little bit of country, but it's hip hop and jazz are the two that that I go towards the most. Um, recently, listening to like some rock here and there. I know all the 
you know, Cobra Kai fans are like, what? You're not listening to Guns N' Roses, you know, pitchforks. But, but uh, you know, I, I listen to some stuff here and there uh, in terms of uh, like old classic rock and stuff like that. But not old hip hop. You, you listen to East Coast? Is of it, course. East Coast? I, listen, I listen to it, like, every. Everything, everything hip hop. Like classic to use probably like two thousand. Exactly. Yeah, Luda. I love Luda. No, 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 no. Uh, like, nah. Old school tribe and big. Daddy. I love tribe called Quest. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'll list. I'll pop, pop on some tribe, some De La Soul, some right. you know, uh, Public have Enemy. Ever, have you ever heard of Fushnikins? Fushnikins, no. That's old school. They do. They, it's so old school. They did. They did a rap video with Shaq back in the day. Fushnikins. Fush All right, I have yeah. them up. That's old school. I'll pull them up. You gotta, you gotta. That's really old school. They grave. What's diggers. up, Doc? Nineteen ninety-three. I'm right. telling you, Grave Diggers is another one. It's like okay. this is all. This is all old school kind of New York East Coast stuff. But um, anyway, but look, it, show it's so it's so good to talk to you, man. And I'm and I'm sure we'll do it again once season three comes out. I know we're probably we're a little bit of ways from that, but I, yeah, I don't even know when it's yeah. Well, nobody even knows, but but when it comes out, we'll talk again for sure. Um, for those of you who haven't been watching Cobra Kai seasons one and two, you're sleeping on it. Go and watch it now. Yeah, it's on Netflix now, so you can't say, "Well, I'm not going to get YouTube." Yeah, it's, it's tough. You have Netflix. Watch it. Sholo Manaduena. Almost got it. Sholo Manaduena. Yeah, that was pretty good. Sholo Manaduena. Sholo Manaduena. Yeah, exactly. Substitute teachers don't even say my last name. Sholo Sholo's fine. You're good. I'm not going to do that. I would rather I would rather mess it up and then get it right. So Sholo Manaduena. Yeah, we got it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you please check this gentleman out and watch and give us your your Twitch channel again. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Sholo Crunch, X-O-L-O-C-R-U-N-C-H. I'll be checking that out, too, man. We, we started doing some Schmodown stuff on Twitch also. So, uh, all right, guys, thank you once again. This was the first relaunch of one-on-one. -on -one. Glad. What a guest to do it with here. So make sure, if you didn't already, subscribe to the channel. It is YouTube.com slash The Schmodown, and it's going to be available also for those podcast listeners. We're on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts and anywhere. The podcasts are fine, so make sure that you guys leave us a comment. Do all that. This is a brand new feed here for one-on-one. -on -one. So, Cholo, once again, man, thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, bro.